Yeah, I know you, but we ain't friends. Quit asking me questions. Yeah, we in this section, but you can't get in. Quit asking me questions. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Please Don't Come Again. This is Sarah. I'm Bon. Mark Dews over here. We have our very special guest, James, on today. What up, Hi. James? Hello. And, of course, Winter's here. She's uh, laying by Bon's feet. Hey, guys. I'm tired. She looks tired. Yeah, I'm she very does. tired. I had a long day. It's been a long day of dog stuff. Yeah, just dogging around. What up? Unfortunately, she's not on camera. In episode three, she's on camera a lot. If you guys haven't checked that out on YouTube, check her pretty out. Pretty cute. Put a put a face to the voice. Yeah, I wish we could get like a uh, like without having the thumbs up, like a paw. What for like, like pause up? For, yeah, <laughs> like for the like button. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Oh, that'd be yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, what I mean, would the thumbs down be? A cat paw. That's a good hey. idea. Dun, dun. Ouch. Shirts like pause out for Harambe type shirts. <laughs> Pause out for winter. Aw, yeah. sweet winter. Yeah, so today we have a we have an outs you know an outside service industry guest today, but still deals with a couple of freaks. Yeah. So James, uh, we don't we won't say where you work, but James is a mechanic and manages a an L two. Master Tech. Yeah, I'm yeah, an L2 Master Tech. I have no idea what that means. Um, <laughs> so I, I started off as a mechanic working, turning a wrench, and then later in my career I got to the position where I, now I'm running a store. I'm running a three-quarters of a million dollar retail operation for a large tire company. Nice. No big deal, but kind of a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> Only yeah. big tires. I mean, for my age, it's kind of a big deal. Typically, most most of the store managers, store leaders are not this young, but That's I won't awesome. give you my age because I don't want to. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't have we all revealed our ages? Um, Mark, how old I don't you? think we have. How old are you, Mark? I think I'm the oldest one here. Really? I'm 30. I remember that you were older. I'm 65. I'm 29. About to be the dirty 30 in July. Dirty 30, Ooh. baby. And I actually just had my birthday last week. What? Yeah. Nobody no. say happy birthday. He's just fishing for it right now. It was last Wednesday. <laughs> well, this episode is not going to come out for like two weeks. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, Still say happy for, birthday to uh, all of us, because it'll probably be almost my birthday by the time yeah. you see me. Right, but like, it was just mine, so... Well, <laughs> we're past that. No, Nobody but, cares uh, anymore. You should have spoke up on the St. Patrick's Day episode. <laughs> Guys, my, my birthday is coming up in a month. Yeah. Say hi. Say happy birthday to me. Please, please, acknowledge me. Yeah, but, we were supposed to record last week on Bond's birthday, but that didn't that yeah, didn't happen. Turned into a birthday party. <laughs> we got yeah. a, we got a little a turn instead. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. Played a lot of ping pong. Mm-hmm. It was fun. I lost. You won I on your win. birthday. I won on my birthday. Hell yeah! I, I'm this is it. This is it, Mark. Just for record, Mark has been there trashing me in ping pong for the longest time. Yeah. But not anymore, Mark. No, I feel like you win like. A, a third of the maybe time maybe like one out of ten no and it's because maybe we're if we're counting tournaments game. we have some, we've had some neck and neck tournaments you know it'll be like four and four best out of nine i'm sure we'll find out after this podcast is over with. <laughs> yeah definitely challenge yeah 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 <laughs> but uh yeah so so we you know we deal with you know people in and out every day but they have to deal with you know, right now the big thing is is the mask issues and stuff like that. But like besides that, drinks, food, blah blah blah. Uh, tell us what it's like, you know, dealing with people in you know the mechanic world. 
So in general, you get a lot, of, a lot of times when people show up to an automotive shop, they're less than thrilled because <laughs> they know they're going to end up spending money or they're inconvenienced for their day. They're, something happened that took time out of their day that they weren't ready for. And so generally speaking, you get a lot of, a lot of people that are angry when they come mm. in. Are so, they also hesitant to like trust you? Yeah. Oh, that's a big thing. So in the, the automotive industry has kind of a, a reputation, like there's sleazy shops out there and then there's shops that will like really take care of you. And like, it all depends where you land. It all depends on the same crew. Like even within my company, my district, there's, if you travel 13 miles in a different direction, you can get a store that's nothing like the store that, or the, the try to service that I try to give at my store, at my store level. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people come in angry and I think like, 60% of my job is just trying to get people to kind of just relax a little bit. You know what I mean? It's, you know, you're going to end up spending money, but your car is a necessity. It is what it is. You're going to end yeah. up having to do it. You right. Know? You know? How, how do you go about like assuring people that you're not out to like, just but fuck them well, building, <laughs> and their wallet trust is tricky so typically it's not until it's not the first service that you build that trust with that person it's usually like the second or third when that person like comes back in the door and i remember who they are and i say hey hey so and so whoever or like hey how you doing how is this happening in your life that you mentioned last time that usually like a lot of people tend to respond really positively to that nice mm -hmm. yeah remembering people goes a long way it really yeah. does it that's really does. anything you know yeah some of the best tips I've ever gotten in my entire career were from people that I specifically like went out of my way to remember, mm -hmm. you know, or, or people that were kind to me. So I kind of paid that kindness back kind of thing. Yeah. You know, those people tend to resonate really well. Yeah. So you have people coming in just already redlining mm -hmm. car joke pun. What is it? No, that was right. <laughs> uh, and uh, what like, do you do you have just. I don't know, like a script or just something you, that you know that you got to do to get them, you know, to bring them down to idling. Oh That's my a good one. god! No, killing it. Uh, so yes Are and you? no. Like it, it's kind of a read. It it depends on like your character reading. So like a lot of times, I I think what makes a good salesman in general is the ability to a read the room, read the person that you're dealing with. So, you know, or or trying to find something that you can identify with. Like a lot of people have a certain thing that they maybe not in their car, but like something that, you know, usually you have this piece of information. So like if I go out and get in your car right now, like I can tell a lot about the two of you just by getting in your car right now. So like generally people have things hanging from their mirror or, or the way they take care of their car or whatever. And at that first interaction, you don't really have that quite yet. But then once you get in their car and you start working with it, then you have something to go off of and you can say, Hey, cool, cool sticker on this. Or I also like the police CD that you have going in your car right now. Something like that. Yeah. Can we indulge in that? You hop in a Bond's car. He's got hella disc golf discs, a <laughs> uh, bunch of masks, and what else is in there? I would, I actually, as you were saying that, I, if you went into my car now, for the last couple of weeks, I've been switching back between Black Ice Tree <laughs> and Tropical, Tropical something tree. I can't stand Black Ice. Black Ice is the worst. Really? Yeah. I think Black Ice. Uh, is tropical bad. mist. I tropical think. mist. I've There's been going like a back light and forth. Blue tree. I forget what it exactly is. It's like melon something. But that's my favorite. Um, I could probably guess your age, your political affiliation. I could take a reasonable <laughs> guess at your ethnicity. I could probably tell how you take care. You I think you could guess Bond's 100%. ethnicity by his car? Yeah. Why? Oh, What's in there? Out. What's okay, in there? So like, that's signifying. Not twisted, but smell. Like so, a lot of times, like you can identify by. You can tell he's Laos. 
Well, okay, to be fair, <laughs> to be fair, I but... have an emblem in my car that says that says Thailand on it. So, so there you go. Yeah, so then yeah. I got that. So I got all these. What if blue... I had a bumper sticker of a Blue Lives Matter, but right underneath it, a sticker that said "My other car is a bike." <laughs> That would be confusing. You get contradictory stickers all the time. I've had a couple of those that threw me for a loop. Um, <laughs> Trump, and then there's like a um, like a Green New Deal sticker to it oh next to God. it that I saw the other day, and I'm like, I just don't really understand how that exactly works. But <laughs> maybe yeah. they changed their minds and couldn't like bring Didn't themselves know how to, to remove scratch it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that, that's wow. kind of part of the industry, especially from the from the salesman perspective. So. Mm -hmm. You, when you get in someone's car, you can take a reasonable guess about who they are. Even without, there's been a lot of scenarios where people have like left cars overnight and they give me a key in a Dropbox and I can kind of form a picture in my head of what I think this person is going to look like when they come and pick it up. But that, that comes with How time. often are you right? I would, honestly, at this point in my career, 15 years later, probably like 80%. I can oh. probably take a reasonable 80. I could probably guess Sarah off her car. I was going to say, too, I, yeah. you hop in Sarah's car. What's in your car, Sarah? Oh, my God. So many tote bags Sit. filled with coffee. Sit paraphernalia um garbage <laughs> just gym clothes a yoga mat it's disgusting lots of i dog feel hair, like you might think tipping. sarah's basic yeah probably but she's not <laughs> that oh, thanks, Mark. <laughs> so and two and a lot of it is you find weird things in cars i mean that that was going to come up at some point there there are always 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 things that i find in cars that just I, bet no, I want to know what you think shit. about mine i don't know if my car would freak you out but I've been in his car just so you guys know. <laughs> I got an Astro van. We did an axle on it two weeks ago. I have a bed frame and a mattress in there right now. I would and say I have some disc golf discs. <laughs> Generally speaking, you probably sweep and sleep in sweatpants a lot. Do you do that? Is that a reasonable guess? Not really. No? Okay. I, I sleep sorts. with just boxers and that's it. Yeah. Well, it's probably hot in a car when you sleep in a car. What's the farthest in off general. you've ever been trying to... I don't live in my car, by the way. <laughs> yeah, like, do you, do you ever see, like, a little bug, and then there's just some jack dude that grabs it? Well, yeah, so, oh. and that's another thing. You get a lot of, like, um, I had this, there was a customer that had a pink beetle once, and oh. the, it, the, it was a guy that came in, and he was jacked. So that's, <laughs> that has happened. I've seen that. Was like, it his years, car? Like, oh, yeah. It was, and I thought it was his daughter's, obviously. Like, my, my default was it's got to be his daughter's. And nope, it was his. How That's do you know? Name. Well, he came in and picked it up, paid for it, and got in it and drove away. I asked him, like, hey, uh, you know, how is this? What do you think of this? And he's like, I love my little bug. You know what I mean? Type deal. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. You get, you get like, weird people in Priuses, too. Never like, judge a book by its car. Yeah. There's a, I have a, a regular customer that has a Prius that has a no, no dinosaurs needed sticker on their car. That's pretty big. It's like their whole bumper is a big no dinosaurs needed kind of thing. What, is what that does that mean? Yeah. Like uh, fossil that. fuels. So like fossil fuels, oil, things oh. like that. They have, they have the vehicle, the Prius is oh. electric. Gotcha. But I thought that was like a, some sort of Bible thing. Yeah. That's an oil. It's like, like, like dinosaurs, kind of dinosaurs did not exist. <laughs> yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. Same. That makes sense, though. So mm -hmm. if that's true, then, like, where did they get the idea for the chicken nuggets that are shaped like them? If they didn't Ooh. exist. Shaped like eggs? No, dinosaurs. Dinosaurs, Bond. What's that? Oh, like dino nuggets. Well, th yeah. this is kind of <laughs> controversial. I, I think of chicken nuggets, and I immediately default to McDonald's. Um, I Burger King had dinosaur-shaped nuggets for a while. Did yeah. it really? Uh, mm -hmm. No kidding. Yeah. Wait, listen to this. There's this arc, like a huge arc, like Moses's arc that they built it's like a replicant and i guess in, if you walk around inside of the ark they have like little stalls with all the animals throughout the earth 
and there's dinosaurs in it. Oh, yes. Dinosaur nuggets or dinosaurs? But it's still like <laughs> weird because they're like... It, it, it's a 10-piece box. Well, they're <laughs> saying that dinosaurs were there like just a couple thousand years ago. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is wild. That's a little I don't know what that's called exactly, but it's like the 6,000-year creation thing. Yeah, was there a like, space for chickens? I haven't been there. Like, you can't have a dinosaur spot and a chicken spot. They right? had everything. I don't know. You could. I'm never going there. How did... How did Noah build giant, like, cages on this boat? Like, that kind of brings up a good point. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> how did we build the pyramids? Well, it makes you wonder how did he part the sea? Listen, guys. How did a lot of things happen? I don't even know if Moses was real. We I'm actually reading a book right now called The Book of Longings. Highly recommend. And it's, like, a feminist book about the um, feminist woman that Jesus was married to. And like had children with. What? Yeah. Wow. So, there's Jesus is offspring. The, is that in the Bible? No. Huh. You think there's talk of feminism in the Bible? No. So Absolutely there is not. a Jesus Christ bloodline possibly in existence. Is that what you're? I think I have heard that. Well, if I'm picking up what you're so putting down, if I'm smelling what you're stepping in, <laughs> if I'm smoking what you're packing. <laughs> it's not. It's fictional. It's actually oh. written by the wow. same woman who wrote had me The Secret Yeah, it really Life had Bees. some hype there for a second. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> it's still a great book. I mean, a fictional story about Jesus. But it's just like, <laughs> I know. Well, that's sorry. the thing. Never, is sorry, some listeners. It's but. challenging, like, the Bible, like, religion <laughs> and the Bible, so because they talk a lot about, like, how poorly women were treated and how they weren't allowed to do a lot of things during Jesus's time and how he was so against that. Like he tried to look at women as equals and I'm going off on a tangent now, <laughs> but anyways, dinosaurs were real. Cars need oil yeah. and we needed dinosaurs to make oil. This all, came, without, this without, all spawned off of the fossil cars. fuel bumper sticker. <laughs> yep. all right, all right. True facts. I'm not super religious or anything. I just thought that it's such a, it's such an interesting concept. Yeah. Just plug in the artist or plug in the uh, author. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so you got these people coming in raging. Not let's, all the time. Let's say, but a lot of the time. Let's just say you do, and let's say they don't want to, they they have it in their mind already that you're out to just soak them with, with much money as they can. And well, how do you deal with that? James is soaking them with money. James <laughs> is trying to soak all their money, selling them more than they needs. You know, James doesn't soak anybody. Um, <laughs> so I've had some situations where I've had people come in that needed repairs that were not like maintenance things that were. Do not drive this car out of here. You're going to get in an accident or, or whatever the case is. Like just recently, I had a, a younger lady who had a kid in the car and she showed up and she goes, hey, my brake light's on. And that's kind of a red flag for like mechanics. Like, you know, when a red brake light's on, that usually means there's like a loss of pressure. So I just really quickly like went out to the car, sat in it, put my foot on the brake and it went straight to the floor. So if anybody who has lived and driven a car without a brake pedal at some point in your life, it can be scary. That that's, sounds terrifying. You know, that that's was potentially me. a three thousand to you know six thousand pound object that's moving at a high rate of speed, and if you lose a brake pedal, it's dangerous, extremely dangerous. Um, and so, so this is just the emergency brake. No, only like, well, like real brake pedal pedal pressure, like no brake pedal whatsoever. I just mean if you have like an e brake or whatever. So is that's that... not going to stop your car. Especially at any, slow any speed. Down. Well, it, and it might. On, in some scenarios, you might get lucky where if, if the, the parking mechanisms are, are up to spec and they're actually decent, yeah, you might get lucky and slow the car down. But there's there's a lot of times where 
you know, the reality of that vehicle, a vehicle that weighs that much, anything moving that fast at that rate of speed with that much weight behind it, there has to be some way to slow it down. And, and if you lose pressure in your pedal, it's dangerous. Not not just to the person driving it or the people in the car, to everyone else around mm-hmm. you. Oh, for sure. The way I look at it a lot of the time is my God. it's not necessarily that I'm worried about this person hurting themselves, which is extremely likely that's possible. It's the fact that... You know, this person is then going to get on the road with my family, people that my family could be on the road driving in the opposite end section that they're going. You know what I mean? That's one way to think about it is like, so So I told the young lady, I said, you know, can you leave this here? Please leave this here. Like, don't don't take off and get in this car and go. And sure enough, I gave her like kind of a rough quote, what I thought it was going to be, oh. a couple brake lines, which are, brake, brake lines are not cheap and it depends on the, you know, the status of the rest of the brake condition, but... Um, you know, she got in her car, and not only that, but she put a child into a seat, oh, into the no. back of the car, and took off, and I never saw her, and I, we never saw her again, and I have no idea what happened, but oh, dear. that's the kind of stuff, like, there's there's a lot of stories that, like, mechanics, service writers, advisors will tell you, but there's a lot of stuff like that that you don't really think about that'll keep you up, you know? Yeah. It happens a lot. Are you, like, legally allowed to hold their car? Yeah, I actually, I so there is a, there is a thing where, not in that scenario, but if someone comes back in, like, if they drop their car off, they go out drinking for a couple mm, hours, we've yeah. had a couple like that where technically, legally, I can say, hey, you have to wait here until you sober up, or I can't, I can't give you the keys until you sober up. And that's <laughs> happened to me a few times. And then that person gets aggressive, <laughs> you know? Oh, they, they never quite take kindly to that. Um, but I mean, it's for every, it's not just for their safety. It's for everybody else on the road with them. All right. It happens. And a Winter's lot of people definitely like to trying to get up in my lap. A lot, you know? All right. Um, Settle down. You kind of mentioned it before. What's the weirdest top five weirdest things you've found Ooh. in people's cars? Oh uh, yeah. Have you um, found any like traces of blood? Oh, yeah. Blood is a kind of a common one. I wouldn't oh. even put that in the top five. To one time, so number five, there was a guy who had a, um, a dab rig. It was like a smoking device rigged into his car, like through the headset of the other headrest. So basically, like he could do some work to it, like go through his car? He, well, it was like a glass tube that he had through the, the passenger headrest so he could lean over, put his head to the headrest, light the other side, and like Yo. smoke dabs at it. Yeah, no, it was oh, pretty wild. My yeah. Why would you do God. that? If get, you ever get, get pulled, pulled over, over. It's, oh. yeah. and this car reeked, I mean they reek all the time. That's the other thing. That's like, sick, but also like yeah. it was cool. you're pushing it. The engineering was quality. I mean, it was <laughs> it was a quality piece. Um, the biggest thing I'll tell people is too, if you're gonna smoke and drive, don't smoke in your car, and then and then continue to drive. Go somewhere and then smoke, and then get in your car because like. Uh, so just don't state, smoke and drive. Yeah, just, yeah. just don't. You know? I don't think any state allows to smoke and drive. Yeah, yeah. So I, don't, I think you're right about that. You're fucked right. if you get pulled yeah. over with the uh, the rig and the head headrest. Oh my god. Uh, number four, probably various dildos. There's always a glove box dildo like waiting to be found. <laughs> you, know? you ever have one built in the car? You sit down. <laughs> <laughs> I have not seen that one. I have seen like a dildo stick shifts, like where the the, <laughs> the shifter or the emergency brake is a like a like a big old dong. What like you want to call that? Like a big old donger. Um, and then uh, there's weird ones. Like I've had uh, a guy that had like pictures on his dashboard. Like he was covering up his dashboard lights with pictures of I assume his wife, like topless and all kinds of like I don't know if they were wedding photos Why or what would they were. You do? 
there but yet. It, well, why wouldn't you take them out before yeah. I got in the car? Like that's what, what did he cover them up with? Like a little sticky note? No, like they <laughs> they were covering like he had like a check engine light. Like his dashboard looked like a Christmas tree, but he was using those <laughs> pictures to cover the various. Places. Oh, does he think how you fix it if you cover the light up? The <laughs> problem's gone. Do. Believe it or not, Put if you ignore the problem, it's not there. my beautiful wife here, and then yeah. it will be all fixed. <laughs> I just slap some titties over it. It'll be fine. Yeah. Picture of Jesus fix that. I once oh I once gosh. had a check engine light. Now I got a pair of tips. <laughs> it's like uh, like Jesus take the wheel, but like to a new level kind of thing, you know. Um, yeah. Number two, one probably I've seen I've had cars where I pulled them in to check air filters and stuff and found drugs inside the like oh, the airbox. Nice. I, and a lot what of times, what do you think they forgot? About I think it? they forgot seriously. <laughs> like, like it's been there for a minute. Yeah, like like some dilapidated looking weed, some scary oh. looking, you know. And it's a lot of it's like stoners. wet and yeah. moist and. <laughs> What do you do? Do you leave it in there? Do you throw it away? Do you tell them when they pick up the car? Do you um, take it? No, never. <laughs> it's not. There's no scenario that could ever. I mean, if it was like, you know, a million dollars, that's a little different. You know what I mean? But like, there's no scenario where you'd take it. It just wouldn't be worth it. Well, do you put it back or do you tell them and just give it, hand it to them? No, I run around outside with it, wave it around for a little bit, and then I usually put it back in the, into the car. No. <laughs> So usually the technicians have a good laugh about it, and then they, uh, and then everything goes back to normal. And then you say, "Hey, you need an air filter." And by the way, you may want to look in there when you get a change. <laughs> yeah. Would you like to change this filter yourself, sir? Seriously, I've done that. I've done that. Pull them to the side and say, "Hey." Uh. <laughs> you know, you were smart enough to get it in there. You could probably figure out how to get it out. Right. Yeah. Hey, so when those, um, when those, just gonna let you know, you comboed two and one right there, and that was really only one. I'm gonna use that as three and two, and then let's. Let's segue, and then I'm going to brainstorm one okay. as I think about Because there's a lot. The I top can... contender. Yeah, top we'll, contender we'll for just weirdest it thing in a car. Animals? Okay. Um, oh, ooh, yeah. So uh, there's a, I got a couple animals. I don't we'll try to stay away from those. Hmm. Um, oh no! Well, so we, I found squirrels. I found a uh, cat. Actually, we <gasps> rescued a cat not that long ago, about four months ago. It was freezing cold outside, and a lady comes in and says, "My car is meowing," and I go. <laughs> okay you know like really and she goes nope it's meowing and so we ended up taking the undercover off and there was a kitten in there and one of the guys took it home took care of it for like three four days and then uh i have pictures of that threw it back outside like jam those in somewhere at some point but yeah no james loves cats unlike bond especially rescuing cats um everybody should go rescue a cat like right now when you're done listening to this podcast go rescue a cat. james you show me those kitten pictures and i'll show you pictures of the cat shelters i've made cat shelters yeah for feral cats. Oh, like outdoors? That's cool. Yeah, little cool. cabin cat shelters. <laughs> right on. Cat um, cabins. Cabins. Uh, oh, we had like... Oh! <laughs> there I you like go. that. One time we had a, a guy who said his brakes are squeaking, and this is like literally not intended to be a pun, but it is. It's the worst pun that ever happened. But there was a... We, we found like a rat like stuck in his brakes, like got schlopped into Ooh. the... As he was rotating, like got sucked in there. And so we all kind of did this thing where we're like... So who's doing this? No, who's fixing these brakes? You know what I mean? So, and I think we I think we told them, like, bro, we just don't feel comfortable doing this, so we're not good. What? Really? Yeah, well, because it's like, I mean, you get that level of, like, you know, if you can imagine a rat sucked into a brake setup, it's not good. I don't know, know what that it's like, dead, what right? a brake setup looks well, it was like, dead. but that's... It was dead, but so, it was... I mean, it just smashed. Uh. Everywhere. <laughs> Ew. Yeah, it's, so. it's gross. Like, you know, that's the kind of stuff where it's like, and you can only pressure wash so much, you know, before um, blood will mess up your brake system. Try not to get blood in your brakes. Okay, All these stories re- refresh a couple of uh, valet memories for me. 
I remember one time I was going to get a car and it was at a hotel and I was like getting it in the morning. So someone was checking out. I like hop in this big truck and like start it up and start driving. And all of a sudden this big ass dog like sits up in the back seat. <laughs> I didn't know it was there. The I was like, holy shit. And he's just like checking me out. I'm like, dude, like what the hell? Why wouldn't anybody like write on the ticket like, yo, there's a dog in here. Just give me a heads up. I used to valet dogs all the time, though. They they would, you know, if it was, like, springtime outside or whatever, like, fine weather, they'd be like, yeah, just leave the windows cracked, and I have a little buddy chilling with me, and it was fine. That dog was in the truck all night? Yeah, but he was fine. He had, like, a big bed and shit and, like, blankets, okay. and it was, like, fine weather. It was, you know, okay. it's, like, 60s. But Wait, other the bed about, of a truck? <clears throat> like, uh, uh, it was a big... Back seat, and it was oh, all just like it was one. like a, it wasn't like an outdoor bed where could just no, jump no. out. Okay, yeah. but I've had valets tell me stories where they were driving a car and there was a snake crawling mm. around in the car, Mm-mm. or like a gun will like slide out from under the seat, Mm-mm. just like crazy stuff, you know. I don't think I've ever had a snake. That would be cool. We live in Northern. They knew Ohio. the snake was in there. It was that, like their but... pet. Oh, what? Yeah, and it's like, why <laughs> wouldn't you give us a heads up? And we'd be like, no. We're not gonna take this. I don't <laughs> want to step you on your keeping, snake and get bit. Why are you keeping a snake in your car? Just crawling around. When That's I was when I was crazy. living living with my parents, I had a pet snake, and uh, one day I went to feed it and it didn't eat, and then <laughs> I like went through and tried to find it and it was gone. It just left out of the cage, my yeah. parents' house somewhere. Yep. And then I moved out. I didn't know Bino Columbia Bow for the longest time, and then the federal government like raided my house at one point. And one of the officers, like... No big deal. No, no big That's not important. One of the officers, like, flipped the top of the cage over, and I'm, like, in handcuffs in my boxers on the bed. They're slitting my mattress and stuff. And he flips the top of the cage open. And the whole time I'm, like, being carried out of the house, I was like, hey, put the lid back on that, put the lid back on that. And I got I got a, a raid process, and a couple hours later, I was back in my house going assessing the damages, and that snake was nowhere to be found. I never saw it again. It was a beautiful... Oh, uh, it was, like, a seven-foot... They wouldn't put above. the lid back on? No. No, They're just ignoring you. Did it out of spite. The guy did it out of spite. It was literally like I was yelling him and asking him like, "Yo, please put that back on." And he kind of gave me the look like, "Too bad, kick rocks." You know. I'm always low key afraid of getting pulled over with one of my dogs in my car. Yeah. Cause I I don't know. I just think if I if I ever got pulled out, and like I always have the windows open, like my dog would fucking jump out the window Mm -hmm. and go at him. I got pulled over with Winter in the car one time. Oh yeah. And then she was in the back seat, and the dude came to the window. And she, they bolt to the front, but he was really chill about it. I grabbed her real fast and yeah. pulled her down, but he, he was cool about it. You know, it's that sudden movement that's the problem. You right, know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. you move Well, if you get pulled out, that dog's going to try, and they see you, the cop, like, arresting you or fucking with you. Yeah. And they're not, that's like, locked in the car. Yeah, right. We never left the car, so. Yeah. And uh, not all cops are going to be cool about it either. Yeah. 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 yeah luckily, luckily I, I got a real cool one, so. Yeah. If it's like a routine traffic stop, sure, but like even in the last couple of weeks, we found out like routine traffic shops can get treated mm-hmm. any way they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't really can matter. be deadly, you know, especially with an animal. That would be a shame, mm-hmm. absolute shame. Yeah, I found guns, a lot of guns. Um, actually, <laughs> this guy just recently had a. It was a six hour that was gold. It was like custom gold, like all polished gold on the top, had his name on it, like an ivory stock on it. It was really, really nice. Damn. And it's like, part of you is like, when you go up, you're like, yeah, it's cool sig in there you got, and it's like, then part of you is like, yo, let's not talk about that. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, for sure. You know. Have you found blood and guns? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. Maybe. Probably not intentionally. Yeah. You know? I'm sure at some point it's come up. 
Yeah, have you had any uh, any super super crazy customers come in and get yeah. buck with you? So, and or I, maybe I, get buck after the yeah. fact, come um, back. So that was kind of like going into this. I was trying to think of like a lot of the stories that I remember that stick out to me personally are the ones that are the 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 good people, the people you want to remember. Like uh, that's nice. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just recently had this guy. We'll, we'll get into the, the gnarlier ones, but. I just recently had this guy, we'll go with J.S. And then, uh, <laughs> you know, and so he was the sweetest old man. Jason uh, Statham? I think that might have been. Jesus Christ Superstar? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and just recently he came up and I had, I've helped this guy for two, three years at the same location. He's the nicest old guy. And the last time he was in, he goes, I could tell he was moving a little slower. You know, I could tell he looked a little thinner, looked a little paler. And, and he came up to me right at the counter at the end, and he goes, Dad, I just want you to know, man, I appreciate you taking care of me all these years. And I was like, you got it, bud. And he goes, uh, not very you got it, because I got colon cancer. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, no, you know. And you're and uh, it's just Aww. like the wheels start to trigger in your head. And, like, just recently, my they, they found, a like, a tumor in my mother, like, between her ear and her skull. And oh, so nice. I had this, like in the back of my mind every day like that I've been at work I've been thinking like what is going on with this and you know and so for this this old gentleman that I was so close with came up to me and said that and he said it so casually too that was kind of his thing and then right as he's walking out he, he kind of hit me with the you know see ya and you were really really great James and I really appreciate you and he goes but I don't know if I'm going to be back here and I was like man that's how we left yeah, yeah. Oh, I, you know that is yeah. so sad and, and there's a couple of those that I've had that were you get really, especially the elderly, you get really, really close with them as customers and you build that relationship. And then I have actually have a couple customers on a call list. I have a separate sheet that I keep in my office that I will periodically call and go, hey, how you doing? Just want to make sure everything's okay. Like, I don't think that's weird, right? You know, no. it's totally normal. They're just, they're regulars, but it's like, to me, it's like they... they a little check-in. Yeah. And, you know, they, they kind of, they like you too. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like you're you're probably the the... At that stage in their life with all the stuff they get going on, if they're willing to, like, pop in every now and then just to say hi or bring you beer and food or or donuts or whatever, it's like, that's worth a phone call to me to to check on them to see how it's going. Yeah. Um, But as far as the gnarlier one, so (laughs) just two weeks ago, we had a fellow that came in who I ended up calling the police on. That situation got escalated. So he was irate from the beginning, came in, and this was a guy who was probably a foot shorter than me. I'm like 6'1". He was probably a foot shorter than me, but he was jacked. 5'1". He, he was... I mean, I don't know if he was quite that short, but... So he was jacked. Like, clearly, that was his life's goal, was to, like, super lift. And so this guy comes in, and he's got kind of raggedy clothing, and you could tell he's a little, like, kind of tweaked out, sort of. Mm. Um, so he comes in, and he goes, Hey, I left a wheel here a couple... Like, a rim. He left a rim here a couple weeks ago to get a tire put on. And we go, okay, so sure. And I go, I, so I start looking around the store. I don't, I don't see anything. And, and I come back up front and I go, I think you're at the wrong location, man, because there, there's no wheel here and, and stuff. And he goes, why would I be at the wrong store? I know I left it here, blah, blah, blah. So, and I'm going, okay, what's your name? So I've been, never been here before. What's the car? Run the license plate. Never been here before. And so this, this conversation is, and luckily my assistant manager was with me at the time, which was a huge help because so our counter is kind of set up as like a station. It's got open ends on it. So you could very easily walk around each, each end of that station. So the, the guy's kind of pressing this issue. He goes, and so then the conversation went from, I want my wheel to, I want my money regardless, whether or not you have the wheel or not. So, and, and I'm start two and two are starting to click and I go, this guy is just trying to pull one on us to get mm-hmm. either or get some piece of aluminum that he was maybe going to scrap or something or get like 20, 30 bucks for a wheel. 
You know, and, I, and I'm like looking at his car and all four of the wheels match and all four of the rims are the same. So that was kind of the other dead giveaway about it. But so eventually this gets to the point where the guy is irate. Like I want my money or I want my wheel. So, and I didn't realize this at the time, but the assistant manager that I have actually queued up 911. So called them to 4522 Mayfield Road, just kind of like sly on the side. And then he put it, flipped his phone. So the pocket, it, we have breast pockets on our shirts. Flipped his phone so the camera was recording on the exterior of his, so the phone was sitting, so, you know, recording the exterior. And the guy took a step behind the counter, and this, that was like the moment where all the adrenaline hit. I got that, like, fight or flight response. And I took a step into this guy, because, like, a lot of times with people like that, especially in sales, like, if you back up and you say, okay, man, I'll just give you, you could probably de-escalate the situation. But, like, I'm not giving this guy money for, for wandering in here like a crazy man yeah so he steps behind the counter and and i actually stepped like into him you have to almost like match the crazy you know kind of thing so i stepped into him and we had this like brief you know everybody's like had these moments in their life where we it was about a three second window where we eyed each other up and down and his eye level came to my below my chin <laughs> and he took one step back at that moment <laughs> like this guy was cut and i was like kind of thinking like i don't know if i'm what my odds are here <laughs> you know so got so, a lot of weight on him yeah, well yeah so or maybe I, he realized that i was like from a distance he couldn't tell but once he got up close and realized i was about a foot taller than him that he, he took a step back, so I took a step into his step back, and then he immediately went back and said, and then right as that, that beautiful moment was happening, it was like some <laughs> like fight club level thing, right as that little moment was happening, the police showed up outside the door and walked into the thing. This man, full U-turn, went and sat in a chair and said, I'm cool as a cucumber, I just, I'm just oh looking for my, you know. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, and so, and then, so the police are there. Officer, I, I will shout out his name, Officer Rodriguez, if you're out there, <laughs> hell of a guy. He sounds um, hot. Uh, he, he, <laughs> handsome man. So he, so the the two officers respond and they're there and the guy goes, "I'm gonna get my lawyer on the phone, just so you know." And I believe his lawyer was also his girlfriend. I don't think she had any kind of law degree or anything like that. He just because immediately she picked up the phone and it said, "What's up, Bay?" And they it was on speakerphone. And I'm like, okay, so th there's clearly, you know, so this What's up, lawyer, babe. Yeah, and and he kept saying, "This is my lawyer. This is my lawyer." And he said, "I'm not speaking to the police. You speak to my lawyer directly." And if you hit cops with that in a response situation like that. They're going to kind of shift them O's immediately, especially considering that we call an irate customer, not the other way around. It wasn't mm -hmm. him because he felt he had been slighted or whatever. So then the, the person on the phone immediately jumps to this, well, who are you and what is your badge number? And at that moment, the cops were like, full send. We're done here. Either you get out, you, you can put the phone down, dude, because that's not buying. That's not doing anything for you right now. In fact, it's making things worse. Like, full send, you can either put the phone down and get out of this place right now as it is, or it's going to escalate. And dude stands up and eyes up the police and lines oh up with the cop. Like, he's point blank, you know, within a couple inches of this cop. And this is, like, two weeks ago, like, post, you know, not post -pandemic. Were these cops not as tall as you? What, well, they feel like they he had a better uh, chance? bulky. They were bulky. <laughs> and they had weapons, you know. So, so then... um Single, single larger man whose name I don't remember puts his one hand on his hip to the taser and the guy immediately again U-turned, walked out the door and so he was gone and me and, and Josh are kind of standing there like, you know, going, replaying all of the things that had just happened. My adrenaline is like, I'm still in fight or flight mode so I like, I could feel like my, like I hear my heart in my ears type thing, you know, I could still feel all that. So, and then the cops came to address us and they were like, you know, 
And that was actually the second time that the police had been there in like a three month period. And he goes, do you guys want like a direct line to just, so you just call dispatch and tell them you're this, give them this number or whatever. And we were like, yeah, I guess so. Please you, know? Chico. <laughs> you know, so that was that. Nice. Yeah. They, uh, <laughs> because, you know, and it is what it is. It sucks that we have to waste their time with stuff like that. But, but occasionally you get people that there is no calming. There is All no, right. you know, and I could have probably just as easily have gave, given the guy his money. Give, not his money, any yeah. some money. Literally paying him off. You know? But then he might have started doing that somewhat yeah. often. Yeah. yeah. And that, that's the thing is like you can't, you know, you don't reward bad behavior. It is what it is, you know? Right. Yeah. You got like a lot of times they'll tell you like in restaurant situations or retail situations, like if someone's robbing you or attempting to rob you, just give them the money. But, like, fuck that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, you want to keep yourself safe, but also, like, fuck that asshole. It's yeah. also Who like, thought he could come in I think there it depends on the circumstance. Yeah. Somebody's got I mean, a gun in my yeah. face, yeah. I'll give For him sure. whatever. For sure, but if it's a situation like that where it's just some dude being an asshole... Yeah, and you can call can, the cops. Yeah. And, all right. They sure de-escalated that real fast. <laughs> real fast. You know, and there is that... You always have that, that cross-up in the back of your mind. So when when we were eye-to-eye, my immediate thought was, if this guy has a weapon, I'm done. I'm yeah. going to be in a lot of trouble right now if this guy has a weapon. And sure enough, he didn't... I don't think he did. I think he didn't plan this very... It wasn't like a planned robbery. He just probably thought, I'm going to go see if I can get some money out of this. What a freak. You know? Yeah. The Michelin man over here. Probably went <laughs> yeah. to the next spot. You know. So, yeah, you get ones like that. Um, I hope you don't get ones like that often. <laughs> well, it, it depends on where you work. Like, like I'm kind of fortunate that my shop is in it's in uh, South Yukon, Ohio. But it's uh, I'm fortunate enough that the 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 area where we're at isn't isn't that bad. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. not generally speaking, we go at least two months without a problem. You know. Mm-hmm. So I have another good one while we're on the the irates. Yeah, um, yeah, so yeah. There's, a, yeah, there's a, a a young lady, TG, is we'll go with that on this one. Um, but I remember her very, very distinctly because so the the first scenario that I ever had with TG was that TG Nick had an Audi, like a larger Audi SUV, and she originally brought it in for one tire, and so she left the car there for two days. We ordered her a custom tire for her for the Audi that that she had. We put it on. She left, immediately pulled back into the parking lot and said, hey, my check engine light's on. And so now there's a lot of that in the automotive industry, too. That's that's a really unfortunate thing that happens is there's coincidences that are really hard for me to explain to people. Like, yes, your check engine light did come on. Yes, your vehicle was just here for three days. We didn't do that. You know what I mean? And it's very hard to get that over on, get that through people's heads that just because these two things happened at the same time doesn't mean we're involved in it at all. Um, so she left. Eventually, after like an irate, you know, tantrum in the store she kind of left and then a couple days later i thought all was good i thought i was never gonna see tg again and i come back and she comes back in her audi and a fella gets out of the passenger door and he's got a, gets a got a brick in his hand and threw it through one of our bay door windows oh like so the, the bay doors are sectional they're they're like uh there's like subsets of glass on the top and it's a lot of it has like been replaced already it's plastic during like yeah, yeah, business, business hours? hours like i don't remember what time it was it was sunny outside Whipped a brick through a window, shattered the glass on that, and that that was like the pinnacle for me of like seeing society. You know? Did I mean? they get caught? No, no. Well, they they literally he literally got out, threw the brick through the window, got back in the car, and they peeled off. And so guess this: the the corresponding like week later, this person had the nerve to come back. I knew it was her. <laughs> she didn't think I knew it was her, but I knew the Audi. It was a very distinct color. It had like color shift paint on it. It had specific tires that we had just you know put one on. So this person comes back in and walks in like nothing happened. 
and comes up to me and goes, hey, I just need an oil change. And do I, you? And I, <laughs> or do you I, need a smack in the face? I, I look at her and I go, uh, TG, that's not going to happen. Like, oh I'm not, I'm not going to service your vehicle anymore. And, and she immediately gave me the, it's because of my race, ain't it? And I was like, here oh, we no. go. You know, now we're in a situation where nothing, from this point forward, nothing I can say is going to do any service to me. You know what I mean? It's all downhill from here. And so I don't, I, the actual de-escalation of that, I'm, I'm not sure how. I think she just gave up after a while and was like, okay, we're done. But that person had the nerve to come back in and ask for an oil change, which I'm sure was going to turn into you guys did an oil change. And then I'm sure like, you know, who knows? They Check were probably, engine light. Well, they were going to get that or they let the oil out of their car and say, hey, man, you guys blew my car up. I want oh a new car. That's, that's a really common thing, too. Like, um, I actually kind of think about that a lot. Like, if I was ever not in the industry and I was out on the road, like, traveling or something and I needed something done with one of the big box brands or whatever, there are a lot of these companies have this policy of, like, just say yes and, and fix whatever it is if the person complains so it doesn't get to a corporate level. That obviously is bad news. That has bad news all over it because a lot of people then understand that and think that if they put up a big enough scene, they can get something done for free. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm kind of thinking about it, like, if I ever, if my car is ever really that jacked up or old or dilapidated, I can just go somewhere, get an oil change, loosen my drain plug, let the oil out, drive down the street, come back and say, hey man, my engine just blew up. What did you guys do? And it's like, it's, it's that simple. It would be that easy to take advantage of this. Don't, everybody at home, don't do that. Please. I was about <laughs> to say, you just leak <laughs> that. Here's how to do it, but do not you do it. You leak that to our audience please, of 54. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be a big box brain. Just yeah. Don't fuck the little guy. Maybe, maybe read the website before you do it. <laughs> the person brings the car back saying that you blew their engine up. You look in, on their bumper and it's got a uh, please don't come again sticker on it. <laughs> oh, nuts. Hey. hey. Yeah. I know that podcast. Yeah. Good podcast. Bad person. Bad. Like and subscribe. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of that. And it, it's really unfortunate that things play out that way, but that's just the nature of the beast. It's, I'm sure, like... Um, with all the past people you guys have had in here with retail, I'm sure you get a lot of kind of, it's not the similar vibe, it's just a different, it's almost like similar vibe, but different uh, backgrounds, right? Yeah. Well, you know I, I, mean? I appreciate you bringing the juicy stories. We haven't had two juiciest stories yeah. yet. Yeah. Those were pretty. Those were pretty juicy. Yeah. 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 Could have done without juicy. the cancer guy, but. Yeah, that was really well, well, sad. I think, <laughs> you know, we want to hear all sides of it yeah and really so that's kind of the other thing so that that's a really important thing about it is that you know you, you have all these really negative interactions and it's like if it was all like that the job would just be awful but mm -hmm. you know nine times out of ten like okay nine out of ten's a little much yeah let's go let's go like <laughs> i think i did that first episode i said i said i said hey, well it's only like one out of every 20 people i'm like nah dude it's like no, one it's, out of every seven people yeah it's Seriously. like five out of ten <laughs> you know we, we've got regular customers that bring us donuts i've got a guy that brings oh. us donuts once a week all we've ever done was put air in his tires occasionally so he's cute. the nicest sweetest guy and then we got people that bring us beer um there's actually uh there's a guy who tried to pay us in beer like he actually like offered he goes i don't i don't have any money but i'll go get you a 12 or oh, kind of thing boy. and i go well how are you gonna go get a 12 or without right. money so <laughs> you know or scratch offs the other thing i've seen is like um people i have seen like you know how you have the side slot on your door for cups or whatever it is like in your door i have seen scratch offs so many of them scratched off, in, stuffed into the door that you physically couldn't remove one of them. Oh, they were sure. so tight in there. Yeah, it happened. Scratch off people are about that. Life. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't you're really, stepped in. I don't yeah. really get that. Like, 
on the way to work a couple times, I've had that where I've like go into the convenience store in the morning or get gas or whatever, and like they have those little like touch touch machines, the little lottery machines. And mm-hmm. you ever get those mornings where you just go into work or you're headed to work or whatever and you get gas and there's four people at each machine like playing the machines in the oh, morning? Yeah. Like, and then you can't do what you need to do. One guy scratch looking at Keno, it's like Bob you know, used eight to in the love Keno. I love James Keno. Still. So little backstory, James and I have been close friends for a very long time. We, James and I used to go to Maria's on Lakeshore. Oh, we after a whole night of drinking, we'd go there, and we'd have ourselves a breakfast, and then we'd play Keno for like 15, 20 minutes. You used to play it at the bowling alley all the time. I'd have to drag you away. Oh, God, Keno's so much fun. Imagine a, a breakfast Kino. spot that had Keno going like on every screen, oh, like no God. news. There was yeah. maybe one TV playing news, and the rest was all Keno. I'd tell you what, oh. that, that might not be a bad idea. I think they were just staying watching that. the news. Are they still over there? Yeah, they're still over there. Yeah, but, well, James, if there is one message that you could give to uh, all the customers you see, what would you say? Oh, um, try to be patient. Try to be patient with us. Try to be patient with other people in your life. You know, you never know what people have going on in their lives. There's a lot of times, like, I've, I'm just a guy behind a counter, but I, I got stuff going on in my life, too. You know, I got mm-hmm. stuff to think about in my head. I got in a fight with... You know, my girlfriend last night or, you know, whatever it may be. Or maybe I'm on the rise. Like, maybe I got, you know, a bachelor party to look forward to or whatever. It's just like, try to be patient with people when you get in the service industry. Mm -hmm. You know, you never know what kind of day they're having. And little niceties, especially, it's like anywhere else in food or anything else that's that's service like that. Niceties go a lot further than being angry with somebody. I am ten times, hundred times more likely to take care of you, your car, whatever you got going on in your life right now. As long as you know you're you're upfront with me and you're honest and you're nice about what you're doing, that that inst- that that initial situation, that's where it all comes together. And and how I respond and deal with you, not saying that you would treat anybody any differently for any other reason, but it goes a long way. So sure. everyone out there, try, try and be that. patient with your with your service people, whatever, whatever industry, automotive or otherwise. Yeah. Hundred percent. Appreciate that. Yeah. If there's any mechanics in the Ohio area looking for a job, <laughs> please. We could really use another tech. Nice. Well, plug. you didn't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we don't know reveal where your workplace. Too. So. Oh yeah. Uh, you can message we us DM, on Instagram. DM us on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Also follow us on Instagram. PDCA. Please don't come again. PDCA underscore podcast. Yeah. DM us. We'll give you James's info. Yeah. yeah. We'll get you we'll get, get you, you all connected. <laughs> get um, you a job. Thanks for having me on, guys. This is yeah, any plugs? Really Thank you so much for coming on the show. Do you have any plugs, James? Any plugs? Uh, um want people to follow you really. in your Pokemon you know, tournaments or anything. Find you know? him on Reddit. Yeah. Find James. You can find me on Reddit, I'd be impressed. That'd be really cool. Challenge. Yeah. Well, I guess we could uh, plug the pod. Yep. Oh, yeah. If you guys want to watch, you can watch. All the episodes will be on YouTube. Yeah. It's lit. We have 11 subscribers, but 22 nice. views. So half y'all uh, hit that subscribe thanks, button. Hit that guys. subscribe, everybody. And I'm saying this uh, when episode what two is out, two episodes are out. So yeah. maybe by the time this comes out, it'll be Soon a little be better. Three. Oh, yeah. It's going to yeah. be three here. That's awesome. I didn't also, know. if you guys want to leave us a review wherever you listen, five stars, whatever. Leave us a review if you like it. Yeah. If you want a one star, then don't leave a review. Yeah. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't yeah. say it at all. Patience. How about that? Patience. How about that? Kindness <laughs> yeah. and treating people like people seem to be a common theme here on this show. Yeah. yeah. Be kind to your servers. Yeah. It goes a long way. Yeah. No Yelpers. None of you 
No yelpers, only helpers. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> all right. I guess we're going right, to end on it. that note. Yeah. It's all been right, fun, y'all. Thank you, everyone, and thank you to James. Peace Have out. Have a great day. Yeah. 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 Y